Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. So the, the, yeah. the stock it's market really nice is to have really back, isn't it? Yeah, it's great to have it back. The, the stock market is really killing me. My investments have made a real tumble. I'm scared yeah. to ask. Well, yeah. I, I invest in, in companies I believe in. Yeah, I mean, I invest, in, yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I don't invest in oil. I don't invest in, you know, big pharma. Yeah, but I don't, I don't understand the point. Like, what was it tofu fruit, the stock that you bought? Yeah. Why not just go normal fruit? Why I'll do you have to do that tofu as well? I don't understand. What is, the op- what is the opposite of blue chip, like like red, red cookie? Podcast. Yeah. I'm your host, Eddie McDook. I'm joined as always by Dr. Hoji Dr. Oh, yeah. Hoji and John James Brown Sheeran. Protect yourself. But you know, and, I am so yeah. pumped about this coming Bengals year. Yeah, really. This is going to be the best yet. I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. yeah, we're stacked. But look, we have a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk about the Ring of Honor. We want to talk about some injury updates. We want to talk yeah. about some, uh, some, some promising news out of training camp. But first, of course, oh, yeah. Courtney wants us to talk about Brinks.tv. And it is crazy how fast Brinks.tv turns podcasts around. Now, we heard the very sad news out of Texas today, very tragic news. And Governor Greg Abbott is very upset. Yeah. And his resolution is to start a podcast called... Get this straight. All you need is guns, which is actually abbreviated version of the podcast named "All you need is guns." All you need is guns. All you need is guns. Guns. Guns is all you need. Wow. And and the yeah, his his solution basically is if everybody has guns, we won't have this kind of stuff anymore. No, that's so, horrible. Yeah, that is how ill-timed and how insensitive. I don't know. I don't know how they come up with these things. Yeah. Well. But, yeah, Courtney better work on the, you know, Brinks shows. Yeah. Get something a little more, yeah. Right. But that is Greg Abbott for you, folks. That is yeah. what he has yeah. planned, of course. Now, we have a lot to get to, and I want to first tell you that a lot of people have been finding problems with some of the things said on the show. Right. So we have hired- 80% a- of it is untrue. Well- that's the, we that's the stati- That was the statistics that came back after we were not voluntarily uh, we were studied, uh, uh, examined by the, what is it, FCC, F, something like that, 80% of facts spewed on the street. You're just so making tw- up facts. See, I tw- have a real- the 20%, have... the 20% that John said was true, and right. then the- and then, well, that's and, what, well, we're and going the to find 40% out. that I said, and it's the 40% literally, It's literally said. the 80-20 rule. Like, we don't have to yeah. reinvent the wheel here. <laughs> well, we- have hired 
And this is what the DNH Sports, when you go to patreon.com slash DH Sports, when you fund the show, this yeah. is what we are using it for. We have hired a fact checker. Ooh, yeah. Yes, finally. and I'm talking about Angela Polo. Polo. Angela, welcome to the welcome. show. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to check all the facts and make sure you guys don't tell a lot of things that are not correct. Yeah, I yeah. really, I'm worried about John, his reputation, but we'll see, we'll see how this plays out. So, so the first topic we want to talk about is the Bengals wide receiver trio. Talking about, of course, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. And Pro Football Focus came out, John, and ranked those three in the top 28. Jamar wow. Chase, number six, I believe. T. Higgins was number 13. And Tyler Boyd, number 28. Angela, that's my, amazing. I think, yeah, I think that's yeah. correct. It's amazing. And, yeah, and, and really, John... I mean, yeah, it's amazing because it's like we have three times the sh our share of good receivers. Yeah. And, and they complement each other so well, really. I mean, you have Jamar Chase, the game breaker. You have T. Higgins, the kind of, you know, the steady kind of, you know, first down, kind of the big target. And then you have Tyler Boyd, who knows how to manipulate defenses and, and, and kind of find those little pockets. No. Yeah, was, I remember I knew a guy in Village Island who had the extra set of teeth, an extra yeah. role. That's like yeah. us. That's right. John. Yeah, I think there's a reason why Chase is significantly higher than the other two. It's because the Chase is basically the do-it-all guy. And without him, I feel like the, the trio just doesn't it doesn't work and it's not as effective as maybe some other wide receiving groups in the NFL. But Chase is a bona fide number one receiver. And maybe maybe T. Higgins is on that path right now. Maybe he continues to develop as an athlete and maybe this is all that Tyler Boyd will ever be in his career, and that's that's perfectly fine. Like he's a top thirty receiver who does well in his niche role. But like you said, they all have different strengths and weaknesses. But you know, Chase is clearly in that top ten for a reason. It's because anything that those other two guys can do, Higgins and Boyd, I think Chase can also do. And that's that's really the difference in him compared to a lot of other receivers in the NFL. There's not anything that he can't do. And that's why I think he's so high on this list. When, compared when to I time. watch Chase, when I watch, when I when I watch, I just want Angela to go back and look at the transcript. John, actually, you misquoted me. I didn't say they have strengths and weaknesses. I said they each have strengths. Angela, you, you yeah. The facts. <laughs> that's correct. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Go ahead, please. Hoji, okay, yes. John. So, anyways, my thing with Jamar Chase when I watch that man play is I have seen great wide receivers. I've never seen them as gritty, as tough as Jamar Chase. What gets me every time I watch a game is the man seems equally ready to be like a tight end kind of, I will knock you down and run all over you. And also I will run faster than the speeding bullet and be in the end zone faster than anybody on the team. The, the man's got this super almost human ability. This isn't just one of the greats of 2022, this is one of the greats of this generation of receivers. Yeah. Now, that being said, T. Higgins, if you're number 13 behind number eight, that's pretty awesome. And I agree with John, yeah, okay, fine. A lot of opportunities opening up because Jamar Chase is on the team and people are trying to double cover him or whatever. But still, lot to be proud of, all well, of you guys. Again, yeah. Angela, I think we can concur. Could we check that one? T. Higgins uh, was not number three, he was 13. not 28. Yeah, he was 13, yeah. That's so, exactly what you said. 
Yeah, thank you, Angela. Angela. Okay, so let us no, Angela. Angela, I I hired Angela. Please stop. <laughs> Look, let us move on to Alex Kappa. Okay, and uh, John, Alex Kappa. Okay, he injured his abdominal things, right? Yeah. And nobody knows how. And I, this is I'm guessing. They don't want to say it, but I'm guessing. If we can pull up the Alex Kappa you know, topic there. I am guessing, John, that it was because he was wearing his seatbelts while he was driving. Because no way. That is why I don't wear a seatbelt. No, no. It's because, no. yeah, it's very dangerous. That no. Is, a lot of abdominal injuries happen by wearing your seatbelt. That's not true. Are you giving you, Angela you, more work to do? Yeah. <laughs> wearing Angela, your seatbelt you, is a necessity. You, There's yeah, kids that watch on. this show, Daddy. Well, they well, should be careful. Yeah, go ahead, Angela, please. Well, actually, I looked it up and an article from 1967 by Dr. John Lemire mentioned 23 <laughs> intra-abdominal injuries that resulted from using seatbelts in cars. Okay, so, well, that seems a little bit outdated, Angela. <laughs> but there are some dangers. You never know. Right. Well, whatever. Facts okay, we facts. give you that one. We give you facts that one. Facts No seat. Yeah. Uh, Kappa, no more seatbelt for you. You got the right yeah. bareback. Yeah, so John, really, look, they say he's gonna be out a few weeks. And uh, I mean, the thing is this, I don't need to, I don't, I don't know how to say this, but how do they even know where his abs are? Because these men are like 400 pounds. How do they yeah. know it's his abs and not something else? He's, hidden he's not Hoji's weight, come on. Like no. he's, you can at least kind of sense where his stomach is. It, it's okay. just, I think the Bengals are lucky to be honest with you because well, it seems to be like every season at this point in the calendar, there is some random injury from a guy who's practicing without pads on and then he misses some time and then also it's a very serious injury and now we don't know the extent of Kappa's injury but I mean you can go back to 2019 Jonah Williams had a shoulder injury out of nowhere you had last year Hakeem Adeniji White Hubert they were both out for a long time Hubert missed the entire year along with Jonah back in 2019 so if Kappa is perfectly fine by the time the preseason and training camp rolls around this is a huge win because injuries right now are so crippling because you have all this optimism about these guys fitting into these new roles Alex Kappa is so important to this offensive line so hopefully he's not for too long yeah yeah just yeah i hope maybe he can sit in the back seat or something and i don't know yeah. again i, I don't think or, or, or assumption he could like, do what i do where... which is sit on your 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 you know you sit on your uncle's lap and he puts his arms around yeah like this okay yeah, yeah his uncle must be very big but look yeah. i want to go to the main topic of today which is the ring of honor oh gosh now yeah the ring of honor it's very important because this for us it's such a, you know, it, it is such a big step yeah. for the Bengals franchise that they are they, they're honoring the, these people who played for the team. And it's long overdue because it's, it kind of sets them up for the Hall of Fame. Now, we know that Anthony Munoz is the only Bengals player in the Hall of Fame. Correct. Unless you count Paul Brown, you know, he's the, 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 the founder of the Bengals. But, and that is, that is not, that's not fair. I mean, obviously, we have a lot of people that are better than that. Now, yeah. Last year, John, it was Paul Brown, Anthony Munoz, Ken Anderson, and Ken Riley who got into the Ring of Honor. This year, some of the candidates, you know, are what? Chad Johnson, Corey Dillon, right? Willie Anderson. Yeah. And, and who gets to decide that that is the question? And it is going to be, I really, this is my favorite part of the whole ordeal. Wait, no one's mentioning is McKinnon for the for the. Uh, no, 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 AJ McKinnon, no. But what I love about it, John, is that only the season ticket holders, so the people who have established that they have wealth, that they are, let's say, powerful individuals with financial mobility, 
These are the only people who are allowed votes. Even the people who just buy tickets or support the team, it doesn't matter. It's horrible. It is about wealth. Well, it is, is it horrible? Because yeah. this is actually the true vision of democracy. Oh, come on. That our no, founding founders had. Yes, it is. This Daddy, is how the founding I will have you know that our, democracy. No. Not everybody no. should vote. Yes. Our forefathers extended unto this great nation a democracy for the people, by the people, of the people. Okay, it's a democracy because everybody right. got to say. Yeah, but, everybody but got to vote. Not that's not true, Angela. Everybody got to say. Angela, did you? Okay, what was what was the founding fathers? What did they really think about democracy? Well, yeah. So in 1776, John Adams told a Massachusetts judge, James Sullivan, his opinion on the right to vote for the poor and for women. So listen, shall we say? that every individual of the community, all and young, male and female, as well as rich and poor, must agree to every act of legislation. Few men who have no property have any judgment of their own. It is dangerous to open such a source of controversy and altercation. There will be non no end to of it. New claims will arise. Women will demand a vote. Well. So, I guess um, you got us there. John Adams, yeah, is the only property owners and people and, and men was what they envisioned. And I'm okay with women today if they have season Own tickets, property. like Mike Brown. That is that is the policy. They must be I wealthy. See. An so, oligarchy. Yeah. But John, okay, look, who are your favorites to get into the Ring of Honor this year and why? That's a good question. I feel like... If we want to kind of honor those who kind of came before everyone else, I think Isaac Curtis has a really good case just because he was the first real elite receiver in a franchise that has just produced elite receiver after elite receiver. They rewrote the game, the, the rule book for it. That's, that's what I'm saying. And I feel like someone made a good point about this. Like, I don't think anyone wants another situation with Ken Riley where he was deceased when he was inducted. I think everyone wants these guys to live out this moment for real and maybe that should give credence towards bringing in the guys who played here first and maybe that is why guys like Isaac Curtis maybe Lamar Parrish you know maybe they get first dibs but if we're going off of just pure like resume I think Willie Anderson for sure should be the next guy in along with either Chad Johnson or maybe even Boomer Esiason like Boomer Esiason was, was MVP quarterback yeah. not a lot of franchises have that so I think there's four maybe five clear favorites and any one of them will get my vote yeah, I mean, so Joe Goodberry today said that Willie Anderson was the greatest right tackle in history. And I think, John, he allowed like, what was it, two sacks in 14 seasons or something? I don't know if Angela can check that, but something like that, right? Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. We, we don't need Angela. It was a little bit more than that, but not that much. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, Willie Anderson was amazing, you know, yeah. but he played the right tackle and he didn't play for a lot of winning teams. And so how do you quantify that? You know, it's very hard to quantify his contributions. But well, actually... Yeah, I chatted with Willie Anderson right before the show. I was trying to get him on the show to see if he thinks he he should be in the Ring of Honor. But uh, he does actually, he? Uh, I didn't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I couldn't figure. Are you out. questioning how? Are you questioning how to quantify because of of he was a right tackle or just because he was an offensive lineman? No, I'm saying the it's hard for outside, not me. You know the the what do you call them the, you know the 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 vulgar people. To the masses to understand the masses the to understand. yeah they can't they can't the receive his greatness the way that we do on the show yeah that is why you know i i my whole thing is i think football has become too much about numbers and statistics to me if one person built the bengals culture 
one, one, one of them, the top maybe 10, 10 people who has built Bengals culture with his days, Icky Woods with the Icky Shuffle. And I think for that alone and for his rookie season, the man deserves a ring of honor. Put him in there. Put him in the ring of honor. Let him do an icky shuffle. Well, I think that is. I think that's what Chad Johnson's case is. I mean, he was an incredible receiver. But yeah. the main thing is kind of the the energy he energy. into the franchise. Yeah. But if we're going by that, honestly, Jeff Blake should be in the ring of honor. Jeff too, Blake should be in the ring of honor. Aaron Mc, AJ McCarron should be. There. Well, yeah. I don't know about that one. Okay, so yeah, I mean, really, John, I would say you're going Isaac Curtis, Willie Anderson, who two more? I mean, well, there's four this year. I thought there's only two. Oh, it's only two. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, actually, I'm seeing Angela is agreeing. It's only two. So, yeah, you're right, John. Good job. But, uh, Hoji, who are your picks? Well, I, I gave you, I said, Icky Woods, AJ yeah. McCarron, Boom Boom. I like Boom Boom. Boomer. Assassin. Yeah. Because he's also, he's accomplished things in football, but also on TV. I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Willie Anderson and Corey Dillon. Yeah, I like and, Corey. Yeah, because Corey Dillon, I don't know how to explain how dominant this man was behind such a terrible, in a, such a terrible situation with such a terrible offensive line. I mean, John is too young to remember. Oji, I think you remember. I would watch games where there were no holes, but he would just, he would just eventually break down the defense and he'd rip these long runs, you know, 40, 50 yards, and he would wear down some of the best defenses. You know, that Denver defense was like yeah. number two or number three overall. And and he set the record against them because he yeah. was such a, a strong, physical running back. Where he was one of those guys like Jeff Blake, where his greatness could overcome all the challenges of playing at Cincinnati. Is that's how that's how bright his light was. So yeah, that, you know, but that is the point of the Ring of Honor. You know, isn't yeah. is it not to, to well, honor I, the, I, I mean, in speak, the context of the Bengals? Speak, speaking yeah. of you know the point of the Ring of Honor, you know it is not the Hall of Fame. And I know that when my stepson was in school, sometimes like if a kid felt bad about himself, they would give him a prize just to make him feel better. So you speak about running backs. What about Kajana Carter? The kid had so much promise. He comes into the NFL. Poor guy has a series of injuries. Give him a ring of honor. Give him a little ring of honor. He puts it on his hand. He just, why not? Yeah. Well, look, guess what? We have HR in the room ready to join oh, us. Oh, finally. Yeah. HR wants to. Yeah, I got a I got a call that I was needed. What's going on? Well, well, we've had some kind of uh, fake news on the show, but Daddio's reign of fascism has taken a new level. I, I, Angela, you seem like a friendly and nice person, but he's basically he's doing this Big Brother fact checking thing, where he right. says things that aren't true, and then they check the facts and they're true. <laughs> yeah. That's you. You just have a problem with the facts. Well, I this is this is Angela's that. first show, and she's only she's only being here to to fact check the things that are naturally Wait, said let, from you, and you're just spewing things just to test yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. You guys seem upset that yeah. the facts are working against you. But speaking of that, I want to move on to along the lines, and I want to talk about Jackson Carmen, who says he's in the best shape of his life, and the man had a back injury last year, John, right? So we're on along the lines now, talking about Jackson Carmen. Okay. And yeah, and he so he had a back injury last year, John, and uh, we're and he's 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 in a lot better shape. He's eating a lot better. He said he had something called a cauliflower crust pizza. Oh, those are awesome. Well, I don't know. 
Jeff with Hobson, Jeff Hobson kind of laughed when he heard about the ingredients and kind of, he's, he's, he's vegan. Very cool. He must man. be vegan. Jeff Hobson, no. Yeah. But, but yeah, so, so we really, I'm just hoping he doesn't do anything to re-injure the back, like for instance, yoga. I know that yoga oh, is come on. dangerous. Nothing is okay. better for your back and for back pain than yoga. What do you think You're yoga building, does, daddy? Yeah, come yoga on. Yoga is very you, dangerous for your you back. You build the chakra. You you no. build the chakra. No. Come on. You I mean yoga lotus so pose. I'm glad we have a fact check. Lotus pose. You guys are always teaming up on me. Can is there something? Is there a fact you can check, please? On that. Yes, side? of course. So the Southern Spine Institute said that standing toe touches put excessive stress on the ligaments and discs of your spine and can even pinch some nerves. And certain yoga positions like the bow, cobra, and king pigeon causes an inverted arch to the back. They are very dangerous for anyone who underwent lower back surgery. Yeah, oh, man. I'm really, yeah, I really hope he avoids yoga, as Angela pointed of out. All the things to avoid. Dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Don't avoid lifting heavy objects. You know, don't avoid, you know, I don't he's know. He's a like, heavy man. He yeah. has to, every time he gets up, right, he's lifting a heavy object. Yeah. But yeah, well, we haven't changed the headline yet, so I guess we can. We get... all know what we're talking about. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like we, we, we can get we're on the same page. We, we are in, with, That means Bridget. we are always in the ring of honor. Who are your ring of honor candidates, Bridget? By the way, I'm trying to remember. I think I voted for Ochocinco. I mean Chad Johnson. We're calling him Chad Johnson now, right? Is that what the the grown up thing we've all decided? Angela, to that's do? his name, right? That's Chad his, Johnson. She says it's his name. That's she his says name. it's his name. Yeah. Go ahead. That's the fact checked name. Yeah. And yeah, she, yeah. is Anthony Munoz? That is his name. Is too. he on the ballot? But Anthony is he on the ballot? Munoz, no, he he. Because I think I voted for him. He got the nice. He's in. He's in. I didn't in. vote for him. Then no, it might not. be Boomer. I'm sorry. I might have voted I'm, for Boomer. I'm reassessing boom, boom. my I'm reassessing my opinion about democracy because Bridget is the only one here that can vote, and she's voting for people That's who true. are already in the Ring of Honor. So no, I, maybe the wealthy I, thing. I, yeah. I didn't double vote. I yeah. just it's been a wow. long day. I've been on wow. planes. I got a number California? Have, you, that you you, you got to be grateful that she's control. even here. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm in Texas. So, oh, how, wow. how is it in Texas? Bridget, Bridget, how's very life humid. In Texas? Can you tell? It's very humid. It's very not, humid. Not really. Yeah, but uh, it's too hot. <laughs> yeah, summer. Well, okay. So, John, let's just go back to Jackson Carmen or Jackson Carmen because he's in great shape now. He's mm -hmm. jacked, if you will, right? Uh, and let's talk about it, John. What do you think? Do you think being in better shape? Do you think eating this these strange foods, these vegetable foods, cauliflower? Do think that, yeah. Do you think that is? I mean, I know it's going to give him more burst in the sense that it's. I know cauliflower gives you a lot of gas. I don't know if that if that translate to production on the field. But John, what do you think? Splendidly. Is, is he ready to take that big leap in year two? I'm not really sure why we're ready to talk about anything with Jackson Carmen without actually talking about what's pertinent with Jackson Carmen. I'm a little disappointed in Bengals media for just kind of avoiding the topic altogether. It was the first time that the Bengals put a microphone in front of his face um, since since the story came out about him about a month ago. But yeah, let's talk about this useless stuff. Um, he had weight problems at Clemson. Um, he was fluctuating between like 330 and 375. 
Um, and I guess that was somewhat of an issue last year. I believe he didn't really go over 340, 330 in that range. But, yeah, when you have so-called issues in terms of taking to coaching and maybe conditioning issues in general, any time that you kind of adjust your overall training course and whatnot and eating better and slimming down, yeah, yeah. your athleticism is naturally going to improve. And But I think for him it's just about just – be more committed to his craft and i think he, that's he, he, going to yeah. separate it he should eat hey. more cauliflower cauliflower is, is is good for your heart it detoxifies your body helps with respiratory problems good for your yeah. skin improves your digestive system it's full of vitamins yeah. why why are you dissing cauliflower i'm not i'm not dissing cauliflower i'm not i've never had it so i can't have an opinion on it I assume it's it's you know it, it smells gross and looks gross, but I, I'll take your word on it. But look, John. Oh, that's what we say about you when you're not around. Nice. Okay, okay, that was that was called uh, for. By the way, Angela, this is the HR representative that is, yeah. that is making comments about my hygiene. <laughs> it's in the contract that you you signed up for this. All right, let us go to camp in your mood please. And I want to talk about Scotty Washington, John. This man is making the move to tight end. And that's, that's very difficult. People think it's easy. It's a very different position. But the Bengals, they said Mike Brown is very, you know, interested in finding the next athletic tight end and he's, he's going to take chances. So what do you make of Scotty Washington? I always find it interesting when a player bulks up and all of a sudden he becomes more athletic. Scotty Washington was like a 6'5", 210-pound receiver. He didn't really do anything in that position in his first year or two with the Bengals. So naturally, if they want to make him more useful, let's put him at a position where there's less depth, right? So maybe he has a chance to contribute. So that he added on like 15 Sorry, less pounds depth? last year. Is that, is it depth? depth? Depth with a P? Okay. Yeah. Because I thought they're all equally old man. Okay. Yeah, Scotty Washington is now like the fifth or sixth tight end, so he might make some noise in the preseason. But I'm really interested to see how he moves now with his new type of you know body type and just his size because his catch radius is still great. His hands are still fine. This just might be a way to get him more reps and get him on the field more, and maybe he can secure another practice squad spot. But ultimately, I mean, is he really going to matter? Probably not. Well, well, he is a Leo. Ouch. So he's going to at least try. Yeah. Well, any other camp updates for us, John? Nope. It is May 24th. There is nothing pertinent going on. Okay. Great. Great. Well, yeah. Exciting. I don't know if Angela would agree with that. There's probably a lot that she knows about that John hasn't found yet, but we can leave that for later. But all right. Look, I want to talk about patreon.com slash DH Sports. If you love the fact checking on this show and the accuracy that you saw today, then go support our show and so we can afford to pay for the fact check. It's very expensive. I don't know if you know, but a lot of presidents didn't even have fact checkers. Right, Angela? And so it is, it's very expensive. It's, very, it's a very prestigious position. And uh, we're very lucky to have Angela on the show. And you can also go to vino.app/dhsports where you get a direct line to everybody here. And we will send you text messages on all the camp updates and the roster updates and the eating habits and the weights of all the different players. And uh, yeah, so that is all we have there. Any final thoughts? I would like anybody who's watching this show 
to put their pick for the Ring of Honor in the comment section. Yes. Because I would love to read that and prepare for next show. Yeah, and you should know that it does make a difference because Bridget is one of the elites who can actually vote. She yeah. has earned that. She has bought the right to vote. She's the one percent. Is supposed yeah. to work. Yeah. And she is a woman, but that is okay now. That is, I've read that it is completely okay for women to vote now. John Adams, his opinion is outdated. But that is, yeah, that is all we have. The suffrage is real. Yeah. Um, Happened like a hundred years ago, that you. Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, this show, we, we have so much to cover. I can't keep up with all the news. But yeah. All right. Look, that's all we have. Don't forget to subscribe, like, leave a comment, turn on notifications. We are the number one Bengals podcast. We are on iPhones and all the places you find your podcastings. And for Dr. Roger Dr. Kismoji and John James Brown, oh, Sheeran in yeah. HR and the fact checker, I'm Daddy McDook. We will see you next time. So long, a sweetie. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.